Welcome to a very special Rinky Dinking. I'm going to start with a, a couple comments from my favorite comedians through the years. Start with the great George Carlin, if you don't mind. Uh, this is pertaining to Thanksgiving. We're having something a little different this year for Thanksgiving, he said. Instead of turkey, we're having swan. You get more stuffing. John Stewart, I celebrated Thanksgiving in an old-fashioned way. I invited everyone in my neighborhood to my house. We had an enormous feast, and then I killed them and took their land. He's a liberal man. <laughs> Very, don't you think? God, those are funny, though. Uh, welcome, everyone. Uh, it's the Razor Boy, along with the great Mike Hike, and of course, Jeff Totes, who has a big, big segment in today's uh, Thanks for Giving Us, uh, Rinky Dinking. So let, let's start with a little Thanksgiving. Let's start right off the hop with, with the best dish. I think this is a, a quality debate that goes on year in and year out uh, when you have this, this massive uh, buffet of food that gets... Uh, just laid out in front of us all. So if you were going to say the best dish, you would go with? Uh, my wife makes a lovely creamed oh, corn. Man. It's a we- And again, it sounds awful, right? But she takes real corn off the cob, puts it in the... Oh, it shaves the, the corn. Yes. And Cuisinart's See, that's it and everything level. like that. And then puts he some sugar. He doesn't know. He's and, shaking his head. I but. know. But I'm saying it doesn't sound like the best dish, but it actually no, is no, really I re- good. No, no. I'm with you. And I love cream corn. <laughs> yeah. I especially love jalapeno cream Ooh. corn. Doesn't do that. Which gives it just a just a little just a little snap. Like it just smacks you right across the face, along with the creaminess right. and the corniness. I love of the it corniness. All, which is good. So that's your That's that's the one I like the most. Okay. Uh, uh, truth be told, I love green bean casserole. I know a lot of people skip right over that, but me, that with the almonds, and somehow it just is a, a wonderful compliment mm-hmm. to the bird. Uh, glazed carrots is another big go-to for the boy. It sounds provocative and it's delicious. Uh, but for me, it's, it's next day turkey sandwiches on, on rolls. So you, you go with the high grade top shelf rolls. Uh, that when you're preparing for this, you don't overdo, you don't overdose on rolls at turkey dinner time, which is a mistake a lot of people make. Yeah. And then the next day, it's cold turkey. You shave a little of that off. On it goes a little bit of cranberry sauce, dollop of mayonnaise, and then uh, sometimes a pickle, sometimes not. A little shot of pepper. Where you go. It's like a Thanksgiving slider. Oh my God. Yes, ex- that's exactly. <laughs> Thanks slider, I think, is what it's called. Tootsie? I'm a big fan of the honey baked ham. Oh my God. And I will always skip green bean casserole. <laughs> Are you allowed to have ham at this one? Yeah. No, no, I thought I no. thought you always have turkey. You have both. And then come Christmas, come Christmas time, you have the ham. 
I thought that's the way you're supposed to do this. I've always had generally both at Thanksgiving and then ham at Christmas. But Okay, same deal with the ham next day for the boy. Ham sandwich. Yeah, I agree with you on next day. Not mayonnaise, a little bit of mustard Perfect. involved in there. Nothing better. Where you go. Is it the stone ground mustard? Or yes. Just, yeah, you can't have the just no, the yellow, no, 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 I'm not talking French's, you know, a, a big squirt of water and then some yellow stuff. I'm talking like real mustard. Okay, we wasted too much time on that. <laughs> I think people enjoyed that. Okay, thanks for giving us what this year? And, and not just for yeah. this year, but just in general. All right, I'm going to go with the Winter Classic. Mm. I mean, I didn't see that one coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so for Brad, <coughs> excuse me, for Brad Alberts. and am choked up. It is coming bit. pretty soon. Yeah, to be able to pull that off. I mean, like, if you would have said two years ago, hey, yeah. Uh, what's the chances of stars getting an outdoor hockey game? Mm-hmm. We'd go, eh, well, 20 years from now, maybe. That and the fact that uh, the assumption was that it would be a stadium series right. one and it would be a Jerry World. Right, February right? or something yeah. like that. And it would just be kind of like, yeah, whatever. Not the really signature event for the league outside of playoff hockey. Right. This is it for them. Yeah. I mean, you have an audience at home just sitting, waiting to watch yeah. this in many countries. The jersey's out now. The the tickets are getting minted, and Nashville's not in a playoff spot. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Totsi? I'm thankful for actually last season's playoff run. That's still kind of like my highlight of 2019. That was my first. Well, it's this year. Right, right. And that was my first exposure to playoff hockey, those six games against Nashville, the seven against the St. Louis. intensity. It was amazing. Yes. It was the most fun couple weeks right there. <laughs> so I'll say that. See, I'm a little jaded on that. I've seen lots right. of playoff hockey. Well, so. you played in lots of playoff well, hockey. Some. Uh, I'm thankful for the lines on Twitter on game day that are <laughs> tweeted out so that I can I can actually move on with my day after that, the morning skate. Now, come on. I, I'm going to be serious about this. It promotes discussion about your team. Hey, look, when when I was when I was doing play-by-play, it was object number one that, that I wanted, right? Kelly Forbes would come to me. Yes. Do you know the lines for yes. the other team? Yes. And and it is in it's it's overblown. It is. I agree with yeah. that. But this is a but, talking sport, right? You want to talk about things. Yeah. So our fine coach Jim Montgomery okay, changes lines every single well, he day. Does. Okay, he does. But in fairness to him. He tells everybody what the lines are every morning. Right. Like, you can just walk in and go, like, who's playing with who? And he'll just bang, 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 bang. Most This is a change because, right. I mean, for years, you couldn't even figure out who's going to start in goal from these clowns. But this is what's great about him. So clowns. now... I didn't mean that in a, in a nasty sense. No, in a happy way. Yeah. Clowns are very fun. Like that guy from It. Uh, <laughs> but this is what people at home so we do this to deliver the information to a guy sitting in his cubicle and he can then click on twitter and go holy no, you cow don't yes we do no you don't you do it for daily face off so they have a website no 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 no. it's the this, only reason they have this is that. for the fan we you know what else i'm thankful for you're 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 grinding down into a, a long diatribe about your tweets about lines i'm speaking of the real grounds uh, right there i love coffee well, you know, I, was, I love coffee. I know you do. I was I'm gonna thankful always, for it. I was, was going to say, I'm a tool for the fans. Like, true. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you like coffee? I don't, I like don't know, it. but I, I'd like to know who was the first guy that poured hot water over crushed beans. 
It's interesting. Like, like when, when did that happen? It, when did they figure that was the thing? To how do? did they decide that they're going to take dough and make it hard? Then they're going to boil it. Don't change the subject. I'm talking about coffee. I don't know. I love coffee. I look forward to coffee in the morning. Okay, I'm going to in a big, big way. I'm going to throw you a but I don't drink. I don't drink it all day. I don't drink it all day. I can cut it off. I'm not an addict. What national peddler of coffee has the best brew? Well, I'm a bi- I'm a huge Nespresso guy. Well, I was yeah. thought you would be going. I thought you were going to be going with Tim Hortons. Well, it's in Canada. It's not really great coffee. It's just it's just Canadian. Thank you. It, it really isn't. I mean, you can make a pot of Sanka and it would go, it would go head to head. I think or Folgers. Are you people listening up there? Uh, I'm thankful for for choice and variety, especially with you, America. That's a, one of the greatest things you have down here. And it's really noticeable when you go back to Canada and you go into any store. Let's just say it's a menswear store. You'll go in and you'll think, well, are you guys going out of business? Because there are no clothes. Like it's fairly empty. And you go into the same type of store in the United States and there's every color, every size, just a, a, a bounty of choice. And I appreciate that. I'm thankful for that. You should be. Ultimately, though, uh, I'm thankful for the ability to love and Meryl. <laughs> All right. The importance of uh, the, the, the true importance of Thanksgiving is the National Hockey League standings. We've come to learn this through the years, have we not? Now, of course, uh, this has been a is it a maxim or a truthism? Yeah, maxim. Is it a maxim? Yeah. That uh, it took a bit of a hit last year, though, didn't mm-hmm. it? Because of those St. Louis Blues. Not just them. Was there more than that? I think there were. Do you have the math? I don't have the math. I should have done the math. Thanks for coming prepared, Mike. Sorry about that. I never do. Well, I figure, since I figure you're carrying the water. I am, apparently. <laughs> since salary cap came to be, which was uh, 2005, a long time ago now, huh? Yeah. Almost 80% of teams in a playoff spot at Thanksgiving remained in said playoff spot at the conclusion of the regular season. That's a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. Uh, So what is that? Only three or four teams move out, three or four move in of the 16 that are in a spot right now? Yep. So you're not – I'm getting a little bit of – I, I do believe that we have become a league of streaks for some reason. <laughs> what would lead you to that this year? And so because of that, the, the standings can flip pretty quick if a team either goes on a 14-game <laughs> point streak or whatever, or they just start losing like, you know, the Buffalo Sabres or the Nashville Predators or, you know, whoever else has, has gotten into a funk. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, you can see things flip from January to March. And so while I agree, the numbers are, you know, state that if you're in this good place, then that's a good sign. And if you're in a bad place, it's a bad sign. It just seems like things can change. Okay, well, It's like the two or three goal comeback in the third period now. We never saw yeah. those. Now you see them every night, every other night. A lot. Yeah. Not not every night, yeah. though. I don't, I don't think we've seen it every night. Have we, Totsi? No, not yet. Uh, so the Stars are three points out of first overall in the West right now. So they're in a good spot. Yeah. Let's call it a good spot for them. Uh, very quickly, Vegas, Calgary, and Nashville, the Predators, are all outside in the West. So 
what do you make of, of that? Do you think there's somebody in there that finds their way in? You know what's interesting about all that stuff is you look at the teams and you analyze them and say, well, this is a pretty good team. So why is it not winning? Like Vegas uh, the other night, I'm going like, you look at the people, the goaltending is a big issue for them. I mean, you can't just ride one guy for all 82 games. They're in that same spot that the Stars were where if you you play your backup, it's an auto loss. Right. You know, yeah, he hasn't won any. They're the only team in the league, by the way, that has both goaltenders that were first round draft picks. Wow, the only one. I never got that nugget in last night, so I, I wedged it in like a shoehorn into rinky dinking. Fit perfectly. Uh, in the East, Tampa Bay and Toronto are on the outside. Yeah, and I mean, if you're looking at the rumor mill all the way through, well, no rumor mill with Toronto. They fired yeah. Babs. You'd think that that John is in trouble in Tampa Bay for the same reason. Uh, I heard some rumblings at a, even a place like Vegas, which is hard to believe. But yeah, I wouldn't. Calgary. <laughs> We're not going to touch that one. No. We're not going to touch that one today. But it, again, you, you know, you have, you have managers that believe in what they put together or they're stuck with contracts. The only thing you can change to try to, you know, manipulate this thing and get yourself back into the top eight in each conference is change the guy behind the bench, change the voice. It's worked before. And it works. Sometimes. Which is terrible for the I know. The fraternity. You know what's interesting in this? I was just thinking about this when uh, Babcock got fired. When he got that contract, I was very happy. For the yes. simple fact so that was I. coaches need to be paid that much money because that gives them <clears throat> excuse me security and it you're very them, emotional talking about stuff this morning but like I, I talked to ken about this a lot you know they were underpaid and so the fact that they got together they got a bit of a union you know they just kind of told everybody what each other's salaries were and then they used that for negotiating purposes i was really happy but about it, that and then for it to not work i mean it still works out People no are, no no i mean yeah. it it worked out great because he was the tide that lifted all boats right. like when he signed that contract it just and he knew what he was doing right in doing that probably knew he was going to get fired at some point too they i think they all assume yeah. that at some point and are okay with it which is a weird thing to you know, I, I I don't quite understand that, but they're wired differently. Yeah. The uh, the understanding that that they're paid at the level that they probably deserve to be paid now. Yeah. And obviously, the next the next great jump in salary is is going to be uh, senior reporting on websites <laughs> around the league. There's no question. There's a lot of value there. Yeah. Well, please. The lines. <laughs> uh, okay, Totes, you're going to have to help us with this one. What, what is Friendsgiving? That sounds like one of your... Friendsgiving. We had one at my house on Sunday okay, night. Exp- explain. It's uh, Thanksgiving, but instead of with your family, it's with all your close friends. Everyone brings a dish, potluck style. So thank is immediate family. Yes. Friends is not only a 90s Thursday night episodic, <laughs> wonderful hark back to a better time and young millennials. They weren't millennials, though, were they? But they were close. No, but they were of, of They were the light time. millennials yeah. of the that ilk, of when I that guess. Was. Uh, so friends is acquaintances. Yes. And thanks is, is family. A pretty, pretty close circle When did this start? With you guys? I think so. Yeah, yeah it seems really I blame you. past couple of years. I blame it's you. It's a great event. Okay. Think about this one. You're forced to be with your family. You choose to be with your friends. Mm. I think that would be more fun than the other. 
you can pick your nose, but you can't pick. What's that one? Hey, anyway. Okay, enough of the holiday, really. Hey, it's about I think, we, hockey. I think we, we've covered that. Totsi says move on. Are you like me? Is this season starting to look, smell, and feel a little bit like 2015-16? It is interesting, yeah. I mean, that, now, that was a different way of going about it, but I, I know what you're saying. Do you? I think I do. I'm shaking my card because I have you, stuff. You have come prepared. Okay, obviously a very different start yes. than back then. I mean, they, they came out and rolled people. They lost only four times in the first 21 games that wow. year. They came out of camp and, and were flying. Uh, but the run of winning does remind me of, of what's going on now. They, they had two five-game win streaks, and they were 26-7-2 and two by Christmas. Yeah. They had balance. They had eleven guys that finished in double digits and goals, and each goalie won twenty-one. Or pardon me, twenty-five games. So you know, you start drawing lines across, and yeah. you're, you're like, although the Stars don't have a ton of guys scoring a lot of goals, they're now scoring a, a lot of guys are scoring a few. Yeah, and and it's better that way. So when you when I look at it, I look at uh, the reasons why, the how, and the why is what I do in my world, Mike. So if you look back, they added Patrick Sharp and they added Johnny Oduya. And I believe that was the first year they had Patrick Eaves. Did he come the year before? He may have. So there, to me, to me you just look and you're, okay, Pavelski, Sekera, Perry. Yep. It's, it's very similar to me. Yeah. The, the type of people, what they've done in their past, how they fit into the group. And then the... The uh, the byproduct of all this, you hope, in in the end, like Jamie Ben was a forty one goal, ninety point. He had seventeen power play goals that yeah. year. I don't think he's going to get to seventeen this year. I don't know if they'll score seventeen as a team. Although last night was a good night. Uh, and then ultimately, they they had fifty wins at the end of the season. They won the division. They were top seed in the West. Yeah. The thing that the thread for me is the confidence. Uh, that team. Move the puck quickly. Move the puck with confidence, and I think this, different style. Different, I mean, yeah, they, completely. Because you had they were outscoring. Well, you had Hemsky and Yanmark blowing the, yeah. and they just stretched the neutral zone. Yeah. They forced defenses to, to come back. But like the little play that they used to do was okay. So the D man would be coming off the goal line, and a forward would just flick a little five foot pass, and he would go with speed through the neutral zone. And I think you're starting to see that a little bit more with this team, and that they're playing quote unquote. Risky hockey, and they're moving pucks quickly so that you can move quickly through the neutral zone. I don't know. It's not that team. I don't know. I mean, that team was the highest scoring team in the league. I but. don't know if risky. I would. I would say this. They at that point, they were ahead of the curve with most teams in the league. Then uh, most teams didn't know how to handle them. Right. Um, what they didn't have is they didn't. They didn't have. Uh, uh, they, they had an adequate, but not a great defensive acumen to their game. Yep. And I don't think they really cared, uh, you know. <laughs> but ultimately, when it got real, it was gonna it was gonna be harmful, uh, and it was. Although they they gave the Blues everything they could handle yeah. that year too. Uh, so it, it it when you squint your eyes, you gotta squint your eyes a little bit, you know, and rub your nose, and you look at it, and you're like, eh, interesting. Maybe, maybe. Want to take a break? Yeah. You exhausted? Yeah. Totsy? You gonna come back? We're going to come back and talk a lot about sharing bodily fluids Yikes. right after this. 
excuse me. Uh, the rare match penalty doled out subsequent suspension for spitting in a National Hockey League game. Uh, Garnet Hathaway's cheap. We saw that just in how he played before. Right. Who did he run for uh, our goalie? Yeah. Didn't he run Bish? Yeah, I think so. That was the shared shutout game, right? Yeah. Uh, look, gobbing on another guy is repulsive. I think even <laughs> Jeff told you got to agree with that, right? Yeah, he's all in. Uh, a match penalty is an attempt to injure or ap- absolutely injure in the, in the book. That's how it goes down. Now, I got, I got thinking about this uh, because... There used to be something in the rule book uh, that was called a gross misconduct, which was used many times as a skip shot and uh, other things, but the gross misconduct. And it went away in 2006. Do you remember when they took it away? No, I do not. Do you remember when they, we had it? The gross I, misconduct? I really don't. I don't. I, I can't remember. Many people called for gross Well, misconduct. they got rid of it in 06 because they felt it was redundant. Interesting, but this, yeah, I mean, it, you hork up a loogie and rifle it into another guy's face—that's gross. It is really it not? Is. I'm gonna say, and it's a misconduct. You've got them both. So back in the day, I believe it was—it was laid out as conduct in a manner that makes a travesty of the game, or something like that. So if we're gonna rank these things that that would have fit in there uh, with spitting, where where would you put? Spitting on the list of we just had this in football, right? right. The guy ripping a helmet off and trying to beat him into submission. Uh, so in in hockey, how would you unfold this as far as no, 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 never? You're gone. Match penalty suspended. It's interesting, just to I mean, because it is. You look at what actual pain can come from someone spitting on somebody, and then somebody being on the ice getting just their face cross checked off. Hold it, hold it here. You don't have an issue with the no, no. I do actually, but I'm saying internal fluids. Being I, I don't. I don't like internal fluids being spewed at all. In fact, well, I think well, where there do are you put that rules. on the list? Down the list, apparently. I would put it second behind. What's number one? Uh, injuring a fallen player intentionally. Well, that's why I just read that. I know, but I'm saying we see it still. So the the player's already down, and then you carry on. You further try to attempt maim. to injure them, maim whether that's your purpose or you're just really mad. All right. I mean, I do. I, I do had find that, that one. That one was that one was a little farther down. My list, I believe that falls under number six for me, which was the broken stick vampire hunter <laughs> I had. That that would be a bad, that would be gross misconduct. I think it would. Okay. So spitting's number two? Yeah, I'm going to go put it below something that could actually really hurt you. It's just so dangerous. Oh, how could spitting not hurt spitting you? Spitting could hurt you. Hurt your feelings too. <laughs> well, that's a little bit of everything. You know, there's a lot, of, not physically it could hurt you. Right. You're emotionally just as important. Yes. Is it really? It is. <laughs> Biting. Yeah, that one's bad. I put that at two. I might put that ahead because you're still exchanging you bodily fluids. a very fluids. fluid list. No pun intended. I know. You got, you got your bodily fluids going and okay, you're I'm biting, biting I'm biting two. I have the, the very rare cross check straight to the throat <laughs> as number three on my list. Like the, in, the intended targeted yeah. tracheotomy. 
with with the uh, with the stick. Back in the day, it was it was known as the Sherwood bow tie. When we use wood sticks, I thought that was a mafia term. And that was Sherwood. No, I'm they used feather lights back in the day. <laughs> uh, then then after that one at number four, I have kicking with intent to lacerate. That's a good one. You don't see that, but it's the reason why we ban kicking. I had a discussion with Steve Ott at the time when they wanted to just have goals scored yeah. any way you could score them. And uh, I said, you can't. I heard that again the other night. Yeah. He goes, After the high stick. Uh, yeah. People were saying. Yeah. Bob Sturm, I think, was yeah, saying. Yeah, you like, could just go any way you right. want. I'm like, whoa. No, you can't scissor kick the goalie's head off right. in order to score. So I'm talking to Steve out about it and, and he says, well, you should be able to kick it. And I said, well, what if you like intentionally kick the goalie or kick the puck out of his hand with your skate blade? He goes, nobody's going to do that. And I just pointed across the locker room at Sean Avery <laughs> and I said, and nobody? Did he go, <laughs> indeed. Uh, number five, I have helmet beating administered. And that has happened. Yes, it has on a and Dallas I, Stars game. I, was a match handed out back then for it that? May have I been. think it might have been. Yeah, you can't beat it. You can't can't beat another guy on the ice with your stick. We don't have a lot of helmet right. matches because we have another weapon in our sport. Yeah, I've always said it, people would ask about fight, fighting, which has almost gone out of our game. Obviously, which is good. I'm fine with it now. I actually watch some old fights now. Maybe I'm getting older, and I'm just kind of like with some of them. I loved them back. In the I did day. too. Uh, but I always said back in the day, football would have tons of fights too if you gave every guy on the field a bat. Yeah, like just give them a weapon. Well, they don't. They don't have a weapon, right. and they can run out of bounds. In hockey, you can't run out of bounds, and everybody gets a weapon. And you're wearing knives on your feet, and so can, well yeah, again, yeah. back to the yeah, I know. You just want people kicked. So one through six: spitting, biting, cross check to the throat, kicking with intent, helmet beatings, and the broken stick, vampire hunter. What about like goalies who go after tender regions? That's, that's <laughs> just, just in the just, field of play. <laughs> that's competition, baby. Where are you putting licking on that list? Because oh. now we have to include that. <sighs> that is pretty gross. Is it though? <laughs> is it then spitting? I mean, I don't know. I think it's gross. What? Is it loving? <laughs> no, it, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Yeah. That in the animal world... A lot of times, the the tongue is used to test. <laughs> like I, I believe snakes use it as a maybe a navigation device or what have you. Yep. Um, so it it has it it has purpose. There's no question. And uh, who knows whether it was just an errant tongue that was trying to do something else that just slammed into someone else's <laughs> face. So I'm gonna. I'm going to say it would have fallen probably under the old gross misconduct, but not a match. Okay. So it's low on this list. It, I'd stick licking into maybe somewhere around the helmet beatings. Would you? I mean, you can't go, you can't go bodily fluid, bodily fluid. You can't go spitting, biting, licking. No. Whoa. <laughs> Let's move on. American Airlines Center, which is... It's hard to believe is almost 20 years old. Yeah. There are some renovations coming, uh, which is wonderful. Uh, it's Winter Dome right now. Last week, the two teams went 6-0. and And then the Stars added another one. Are we on a 7-0 run, or did the Mavericks... 
no, lose a game at home. They're on the road, aren't they? They won in Houston on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, it, they... it's 7 and 0 oh, the last 7 games in that building. We haven't I don't think we've ever seen something like that, have we? From these from the two They've, teams. They always time? seem to when one's good, the other one's exactly. not. Exactly. So this would be great. Uh, is there a chance? Is there a chance, Mike Heike, that we are on the path to Beantown level title tsunami? It's 8-0 after last night. Boom. Boom. Look at totes. He is truly producing this one today. That's a gross misconduct. No, it's not. We've (laughs) left that behind. Biting, licking, whatever. Spitting. This is more the millennial talk. So lick it is a good thing. 99, the Stars win, but that was at Reunion. 2011, the Mavs win. That was at American Airlines Center. Cowboys haven't won since 95? I don't even even know anymore. They got one win. (laughs) One playoff win in 20 years. So you you have Miro Haskinen. Nobody's ever going to wear number four for the Stars again. That's obvious. Uh, Luka Doncic, who is taking over the National Basketball Association right now. And look at how excited. Oh, my God. He's rubbing his hands together. (laughs) Then you have Dak and Zeke. Wonderful pieces. Dak especially. Right? I agree, yeah. Just just that. You just fill in the pieces around and maybe move the pieces around a little better. Yes. Let's say that. And Zeke. So is there a possibility there that we're headed in this direction? I think you can be headed in a good direction. I don't think oh you can be headed God, in Boston direction. <laughs> you are uh, you pee on every campfire you come <laughs> upon. Look at you. Uh Go just, ahead. Go it's ahead. really hard. It's well, hard to win in any sport. Don't, to do don't it you in think three? they felt like that in Boston prior to the? Yeah, you're right. They did. I mean, they suck. Yeah, and everything. Bru- Bruins would be good, but they just couldn't take it to the finish no. line back in the day. The Sox never won anything, yeah. and they did have the Celtics. The Patriots were a disaster. They were. They were not good. Well, the- I wonder what it looked like though. Right after the after Larry Legend was done in that. Yeah. They probably had a couple of years where it nobody was yeah. that good. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Just to look at that. Very what they did point by me. It's a great point. It is. What they did is is really pretty rare. Like, I mean, I'm a fan of the Detroit teams, and you can go twenty years with none of them winning. Yeah. So for all of them to win, yeah. that's pretty hard. Yeah. Winning. Winning is hard thing to do. Winning and being thankful. That's what this rinky dinking is all about. <laughs> I'm thankful that they're winning. Okay, we got to make very, things a lot easier. We, we need we need a break after that. We have, you know why? We need to collect ourselves. We have a very special millennial Thanksgiving upcoming. As Totes grabs the mic and drops some friggin' knowledge on you and I, the two OGs here at the table. That is next. Okay, nothing makes us better as an organization right now than Jeff Totes. Uh, his, his work that people see, they don't know who did it. They know when I say something or you write something, but they don't know. They, they just know they appreciate whatever they're consuming on whatever platform right now. And obviously, he's made this uh, the greatest podcast in the Metro Frisco area, I think is what we're calling it. I think it. so. I think we own Frisco. So Jeff Totes, uh, who just turned 26, is going gonna, is gonna to fill us in on a couple of items. First of all, 
what is the millennial uh, youth? What what is their most important or their number one holiday? Is it Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving? Pardon me. So I would have guessed without doing any research that it was the first day of NBA free agency. <laughs> <laughs> but that, it turns out that's just me. Uh, according to Business Insider, it's Halloween. Why, you had to go to a source? Well, I, was, I was curious. I was, I was very curious. Don't you guys just get on your little <laughs> snap worlds and, and TikTok. call one another and it's, send funny emojis to each other and that's how you come up with it? The big millennial group text was down today. Oh, so. okay. It, uh, How big is that? It's everyone. <laughs> yeah, it is. Apparently, it's Halloween. All right. Um, which I can see. That's very big with people my age. Because you don't want to be who you are. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something <laughs> like that. I knew that was coming. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What, what is it? For me, Christmas. Uh, but I do like Thanksgiving a lot, and I hate when it gets um, undermined by people looking ahead to Christmas. Hmm. Thanksgiving's underrated. That's pretty traditional for a millennial. I thought it would be Coachella. <laughs> That's a good one. I thought that was your go-to. That's yeah, Coachella it, and NBA free agency. Those two, they're in your top three, right? Yeah, those are two of the biggest days. Of the year. Yeah. Hmm. Are any of those hashtag uh, National Donut Day or whatever that shows up every single day on social media? We have National Dog Day about once a week. I feel like. like Every day there's a new national it's it's national coffee day. Every national list day. There has to be. That's nas- you guys, isn't national it? National broadcast. That's you because we never did that. Yeah, that's social media all the way. But there literally is one every day. But who's driving that? I don't know. I think one person just hashtags it. it, The national hashtag person? You should get National Broadcaster Day going. That's every day. (laughs) If you listen to me. All right, this is the real important stuff. Then we'll get out of here. Uh, To you and and your people, uh, it's tea giving. (laughs) Is it tea giving? Uh, Yeah, but if you're typing out, it's THX giving. (laughs) Why? I've always wanted to ask this and have yep. a have a conversation. Why the need to abbreviate even the most prosaic <laughs> quotidian of words? Why do you always need to shorten things? That's that's a good question. It's saving time for the future, apparently. But are you not? How much time are you saving? <laughs> well, we're having this conversation. Let's we- let's just look at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, tea giving. It's pretty much the same energy. Yeah. Same mouth movement, what have you. Oh, it gets much worse than that. I mean, we're talking shortening stuff by one. Oh, so you remember the genesis of why we're having this conversation? Yeah, I do. When we were texting about figuring out this epi. It was because episode is too hard. No, I'm not going to type out episode. E P P Y. Episode. This is. Oh, my God. I'm exhausted. I'm going to lay down. <laughs> the latest epi of Rinky Dinking. It's an epi. I said the other night I even used it in the Emporium. It's yeah, that's a, right. <laughs> it's a B-way because breakaway's too hard. It's B-way. Selly. I remember that's almost old now. But see, that, that's the thing. Like beyond just it being a millennial thing, there's a lot of it ingrained in like the way our guys talk young. Because they're and, millennials. No, even everyone in the locker room with hockey players. Well, they have to because the older guys are trying right. to <laughs> hang in there and feel young. They're trying to. And yeah, then the, keep the new youth. guys just coming in want to be a part of it. Right. But the core, the driving force right now is is you yes. and your your level. It's true. And I like it because like, why would I guys say practice when they can say pracky? They can eat brekkie. Take, take my mic. Take my mic. <laughs> I think a lot of this comes from having to type things. We never did. Like, so, like, I've had, I've had email exchanges with Mark Cuban, 
And it's the same thing. Whoa, that's a flex. That's a flex. (laughs) (laughs) Just a second. I did not come in here with my name drop net to pick these up in here. That was impressive. It was part of the job. Okay. It's not like we were friends or anything. Whoa. He's funny in that that's how he responds. He responds with the shortest amount of letters he can because he's probably texting a thousand people an hour or whatever. Okay. But I don't, I I use you a lot when I'm texting. But I still say you. <laughs> That's a good one. Get it? You and you. Do you get that? Yeah. No. Why O U? But in but, when I text, I just put a U in there. Like Prince. But it's the same same effort. You, you, or is it pronounced differently? No, same man. It's like when you ask why, you just you make a why. good point though. That's probably is that why we're trying to help you explain. This. Yeah, we're all trying to be more like Mark Cuban. These are the kind of conversations that are going to go on this week. I don't know if everyone around the Thanksgiving table is going to talk about when they were emailing with Mark Cuban, but or cubes. Is it cubes? Cubes. I mean, one of our fa- most favorite, and obviously the one said on this podcast the most, is totes, instead of saying totally. T-O-T-E-S. That goes back to, like, Valley Girls in the 80s. And we've adapted it. Totes. You can say something is totes. Totes for real. Totesy mosh. If a movie was sad. Totes a mosh. Okay, lay them all out. Totes presh. Uh, one is that we, like, just say V instead of very. That comes from texting. What? Like, V imports means it was very important. Do you know that? What are you nodding your head about? You didn't know that. <laughs> I have two daughters. I don't know V. Cray for crazy. I know, of course. Yeah, obvi for obviously. That's stupid. Dece for decent. No, hold it back up. Obvi. How how do how do people know what you're talking about that aren't you your people? It's obvi. Mike stifling himself. Keep going. I want to know more. Uh, Dece for decent. Oh Jesus. And then uh, the one that came up. Dece. Is Dece is not. It's not D's, is D- it? Not D's. You have D's. to really, you can't. D E C E. You have to make sure there's no Z there. Uh, the one that came up at my friend's giving. Can you guess? Oh my God, we're going down. A, I feel like I'm circling the urinal cake right now in my mind with this. This is yeah. Okay, what, what's the one that came up at friend's giving? <laughs> Thanks to Tom Holy, actually. B chair. Would you like a B chair? A beach chair? A bee chair. Or you can slide it together for beach chair. A black cherry white claw. <laughs> and from all of us at Rinky Dinking and the Dallas Stars, to you at your D-tab or dining table, uh, a very hap tea giver from all of us here at the old rinky dink goodbye everyone maybe for good after that <laughs> bye bye oh lord I feel fine today walking on cloud nine today I'm over that line today happiness is finally mine today I guess I'm just a lucky guy I'm about to tell you why It's strictly on account of my Sweet potato pie